Common Sense Media, activated. Live from the 210, it is the wave of the Viewshore Show, and we are your host. I am Trey M. This is Carr, and I am E. James. Gentlemen, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How's it going, y'all? What's up? What's <laughs> up? It's good to see y'all. It's always a pleasure here, man. Yeah. Always good vibes. Yeah, it's good to get together today. It's early in the week, but how's your week's been? So far, so good, man. Good end of last week. Good start so far today, or today, this week, I should say, uh, you know? Yeah. It's, it's going well, man. I can't complain. Life's looking up. It's good, man. Yeah, I know that me and you were talking off mic. Um, both got jobs, so congrats, congratulations. Same to you, sir. Same to you. Appreciate that quitting that. wave yes. did not ride too long, did it? Nah, I think it, I think it actually cultivated a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Hey. That deserved a round of applause. For sure. Everybody, welcome back to the Wave of the Few Shore show. If this is your first time listening, go back and listen to episode one, The Quitting Wave, where we talk about quiet quitting, streaming media a little bit. Oh, well, really content disappearing from streaming media. Mm. And a little fun at the end with what we're watching, which uh, brings me to my complaint. All right. I got a rant. So, ads. Oh, oh man, you want to get right into that? Right? <laughs> I know what you mean. I know that was a bit of a hard turn, but I've been stewing on this, man. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Everything has got ads. Look, full disclosure, at some point, our shows may have them, but we're working on ways for you to not have to deal with them. That said, if you pay for ads... You shouldn't see ads. And what I mean specifically is YouTube. Uh, yeah. YouTube Premium jacked up their price. Yeah. From for a family plan. So I've got five people in mind from $17.99 or sorry, $16.99, $16.17 bucks to $24. Bucks. Yeah. Eey. Big change. Yeah, that's, that's a big change. That's a big, they're like 16 to 19, maybe I could I can run with. <sighs> if it was 20, I mean I'd be mad. But I'd be I'd, I'd let the I'd let the charge go. But every time I, it went through, I would just you know that little squint. Yeah. When you're like, I see you. That stings. Yeah. But that's a hard pivot. Yeah. That's, that's a thirty-three percent increase in price, if my math is correct. That's, <laughs> um, it's not cheap. That's that's steep, bro. So I bring that up with ads because what YouTubers are doing, and you know, God bless them, they got to make their money. Or whatever you believe in, or don't. Let's just be PC here, because I'm trying to get the, the pitchforks coming out at me. Algorithm blessed them. The algorithm has blessed them with uh, results that makes them want to find more ways to monetize than what YouTube is offering. So you fire up a video, you like, bet, I don't get the, you can skip in five seconds ad, or not at all. But then... You get halfway through a video and it stops. Hey, I just want to uh, talk to you about Dollar Shave Club. Like, yo, yo, I didn't pay for this. This is becoming like Hulu. Hulu said you'll pay for limited ads. They're very smart. So you get what you pay for. That's why I don't even pay for Hulu. It's part of the Disney bundle. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll talk about that in a bit. But I'm just getting tired of seeing the ads, bro. 
I didn't, I, if I'm paying for this, I don't want to see him. At least stipulate it's going to be limited ads. Yeah, some of the stuff that I watch is tailored to my experience, but still, I don't want to see the same ads. Like, there was a while, I can't even remember the ad, but some lady was just talking about pooping. <laughs> and it just threw me off. <laughs> he just spit his cup. <laughs> yeah, some lady was just talking like very candidly in front of a camera about pooping, and I don't remember what the whole ad was tailored for, but... Every time I was trying to watch something informational, just come back and the woman was just like, do you poop? I was like, of course I do. Come on, skip ad. <laughs> now, since we are on an explicit channel that we had to select. Now, sir, that is that shit. <laughs> Man, uh, it's the ads. I mean, we'll talk about it, I guess, in a little bit. But this is just what you talked about monetizing is about the whole YouTube premium going into Netflix, going into you know, streaming away from cable was to, at least for me, you want to get away from commercials. I want to watch what I want to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Straight through. Mm -hmm. When I pay, it's all the same now. Yes. It's, it's annoying. If, if I'm getting a service for free or paying an extremely cheap price. $6.99 Hulu. Right. $6.99 or now as of, I think, November 3rd. Netflix is going to release their mm -hmm. their ad supported tier. Oh, they really? said that, yeah, they're like, oh, we'll never do ads. Now they're like, mm, we might want to do ads. Yeah, they're losing people. Well, they're they're the the word on the street is, and you can you can fact check me, but I believe they're looking to bring in like millions, uh, millions of subscribers based on it. I don't have a hard number. I know it's high, so I'm just gonna hedge my bet with millions with that low price tier. with just that low price tier because they're finding that people, especially those who had cable. They're willing to pay for it. Ah, what's, a, what's a couple of ads? Apple is now talking about doing a ad-supported tier um, with Apple TV+. Plus. They're, mm. they're flirting with the idea. And what that is, is um, they're going to sell your first-party data, which has got a bunch of people in the hubbub for no reason. Your first-party data is the data that Apple already knows about you. And they would take that information and use that to... Serve you ads. It's the same thing that they do like when you're in Apple Music or you're on Apple TV Plus and say, hey, based on your history, we recommend you watch or listen to X. Yeah. So it's that kind of data. It's not like, hey, we're just going to take your stuff and go give it to them over there. Good luck. So it's still internal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that makes it a little bit more respectable. But when you say, hey, YouTube Premium, no ads. I mean, maybe I didn't read the fine print, but for the longest time, there weren't any. And so, again... We're creators. I'm not mad at other creators for trying to find ways to monetize because it's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> when you're trying to get that money for the rent. <laughs> or get money for the content. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> Bars. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? Am I, am I the old guy yelling at the cloud or what? No, I don't think you're quite the old guy yelling at the, you know, like yelling at the clouds or anything like that. I, I mean, you have to read the fine print and things, but... Now it's to a turn or to a point where the terms that I agreed to are kind of being changed. Like we're bringing in things that we didn't have at the beginning when I started the service. I didn't have to deal with that. Now you're adding these caveats in that I don't want to have to deal with. There's a reason why I selected this service. And now that reason is kind of thrown out the window. I don't watch the news 
on cable because I want to streamline it. I don't want to watch it for 30 minutes and get 10 minutes of ads. I'd rather watch it for 15 or 20, get what I got to get and go about it. Now you're adding another five or eight minutes ad. So what's the difference between me paying $24 for YouTube, $15 for Netflix, $10 for X, Y, or Z compared to paying $60 for cable? Yeah. When I get commercials and cable, like what's the difference? Right. There's not really one anymore. And I think that's a justified argument in your point of view. Time is money, man. And, yeah. you know, creators, like you said, we got to make money in some way, some form, some right. shape, right. some fashion. If I throw 30 minutes or 30 minutes, excuse me, 30 seconds <laughs> of ads in the beginning or at the end of the thing, but you can still streamline the content. It's one thing. But if for every, if I'm watching a 30 minute YouTube video and every eight, 10 minutes you're throwing, two minutes of ads that I can't skip into, I'm not going to pay for that. You're obviously getting your money from these people by inserting those ads. Why do you need my money too? Right, right. It's true. So we got to think of the old model too. Like mm-hmm. the biggest innovation in TV before we all went to the internet was like a DVR. So... Oh, oh man, DVRs yeah, were the thing. Nah, yeah, remember? they still exist. Yeah, they still exist. They still exist for a certain niche of people that yep. just still want to stay remaining on their cable boxes, but they've grown past the cable box now. We all have it on our phones. We don't need to store our media locally. Like, truth be told, like, I don't even have an external hard drive that I have shows that I used to watch anymore on it. I just go find it on whatever service it's on. There was a time when I coveted, like, this Boy Meets World collection that me and my buddy had, had downloaded over, like, the course of a year. And... Yeah, now I just I just go watch it like on Disney Plus. That's it. <laughs> Don't lie, we know why you're watching that. Oh, Topanga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not mad at you, sir. You just get you just get you just get that for like seven episodes, and then you get like a real serious like this is a hug, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that show. I grew up with that show, <laughs> and I love it. Man, I'm not gonna lie. When I was a kid, I had this old RCA TV. But mm-hmm. every night at 9.30, I turned to Disney Channel to watch Boy Meets World. And after like two months of that, yeah. my TV just started turning to Disney at 9.30. Yeah. I didn't, I was like eight. I didn't program that. Like it just started doing it. And it was specifically for that reason. It's like, we, no. we know why you're here. <laughs> we, we know what time it is. I was on the is. fence like Mr. Feeney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, those so, memories. That that's actually a good point you guys bring up though about the old model because I haven't had cable since before I got right before I got married. Long wow! Time. So that's that's twelve years. Now, granted, I've had skinny bundles. I had PlayStation Plus, which by the way was great. It was uh, good when they had the the, like, the view. The, yeah, sorry, PlayStation View. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, PlayStation that View. That actually was awesome. I tried Sling. I hate it. I hate it. Mm. Oh, you want the orange or the blue? I'm like, just give me the service. Well, with this, you get Fox. On this side, you get ABC. Now Disney owns both. So what am I paying for here? Okay. And then Google TV, or sorry, YouTube TV is actually solid. But the price, again, going up. I've never had Hulu TV, Hulu Mm. Live, I think is what they call it. Yeah, I think it's like 75 bucks or something a month. I mean, right out the gate, that was too expensive. I was just like, nah, you guys are priced. You're you're, you're way out of here. I mean, this is like basically cable. So for the longest time, we've had this model of paying, and we watch what's called 
uh, as one of my favorite podcasters, uh, Brian Brushwood says, waterfall television, mm. right? You put it on and the content just drops, just flows, right? But now, well, back in 2010-ish, yeah, like, yeah. 2009, yeah. Netflix comes in, shakes up the game. Yeah. DVDs by mail is the thing. And then they say, hey, we're going to do this thing called streaming. Okay, cool. And you were able to watch, like, we, my wife and I would watch all the stuff from Stars. It was great. Yeah. Stars and Dexter, all these. Dexter, Showtime. That, yeah. I mean, all that. And um, what was interesting, I should have I saw the writing on the wall then. I thought at the time it was a one-off, but same, same guy I referenced, Brian Brushwood, went to a conference, and he said that he talked to some guys from Stars, and he's like, hey, it's great that you guys have all this stuff on Stars or on Netflix, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, it's great for Netflix. Mm, yeah, because they only make a dividend off it. They don't make a full profit. Right. So, and, and fast forward to 2022, and everybody's taking their balls and going home. They're making their own Netflix. They're making right. their own streaming platform. Right. And now you have like 50 apps on your phone that exactly. all do the same thing. And they're all charging you know, anywhere from $4, well, $5 to, to 20, 12, 20 to $23. I mean, yeah. YouTube Premium, I mean, it's tough. Going back to that just for a moment. I love ad-free YouTube. I love it. I watch YouTube or listen to YouTube more than anything. And so while I see the value in it, I don't know if I see the value at that price. The whole thing with people saying a la carte TV, folks are going, well, that's what you asked for. What I realize is at the beginning of this, I want a buffet price. Mm. I'll, I'll pay a single price. If and I can, want a little bit of everything. Let me right. Go in hey, let me get this. Okay, well... In your budget, you've got a hundred dollars, and if a hundred dollars, you can get ad free this or just regular this. If I could work out one person, it's it's like a new cable, yeah. and you know that's coming one day. That's what it is. You know yeah. that's gonna come. Cable's gonna come around in a rebranded form because no, they're already doing that. Yeah, because people are getting tired of you got to pay for this, 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 and that. I mean, even direct, again, Direct TV Stream is the rebranded cable. I mean, uh, Amazon's doing the same thing too. Yeah, they have football now. Yeah, and well, not just that, but Amazon. You could watch like I think what you're talking about, Showtime and Stars mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah, you can watch all that and Directv stream is the same thing. You get HBO, you get Showtime, you get Stars. Yeah. You can even get League Pass, like NBA League Pass, on there. The price has gone up. I've actually had Directv stream for well, maybe three years now, three or four years now. When I started, it was sixty bucks a month. It's now I'm paying almost a hundred bucks plus into that. Which is ridiculous, and they keep. But what they they get you, they keep adding things that you want. Not you know, I'm sports guy. I think we talked about those on yeah. the last show. Yeah, my majority of media comes from sports. I watch a lot of sports, so I want NFL Network. I want NBA TV. I want to be able to watch you know, uh, Bally uh, Sports Network. I was looking at purchasing um, Bally Sports Network. Yeah. You know, I want all that included in what I watch. ESPN, of course, I want to watch Sports Center. Like that's what I watch. That's what I go for. That's why I pay what I pay for it. But at this time in my life, I'm like, dude, like, this is a lot of money for, like, I have ESPN Plus with Disney, with right. my Disney bundle. But ESPN Plus is the worst of the bundle. Oh, absolutely, because it's, you don't get to watch ESPN. Yeah. yeah so there's select content. And so I don't know if you have ESPN Plus or not, Car. Mm -hmm. Nope. But with ESPN Plus, part of the Disney bundle, which, mind you, uh, for those who don't know, that price is getting ready to go up, and they're going to make that a hard bundle. Mm. Like you have to have all those services together, not pick and pull. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. There, there, there's talks of making that. That's what the hard bundle is. Thank you for clarifying that, Car. Yeah, they, exactly. So with ESPN Plus, you can watch some documentaries. You'll catch. Uh, I will say this is kind of cool seeing some of the international games. Me being a fan of basketball, period. Yeah, your ball. I, I yeah, I watch FIBA. I watch you know Angola versus Korea. <laughs> the score is like. 12 to 5 at halftime. <laughs> and I'm like, this is competitive. They're going to score one time. So that guy, he did a layup. Hey, right. Like, did you see that? He scored a basket. <laughs> wow. One guy got a rebound the other week. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah, exactly. But it, the stuff that you want to watch, uh, Monday Night Football. Yeah. The, 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 the ESPN basketball games. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to pay for that, bro. You, you gotta log into your cable provider for that one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, gonna watch gotta, them cowboys. Yeah. You yeah. can't you can't you can't just stream that one. Yeah. The only thing that they have there that I really you know, some of the documentaries, they have that uh that uh Sunday night football recap with uh oh, what's his name? It's escaping me right now. He's uh man, it's gonna kill me. It's Booger and the other guy who's more famous than uh, him. No, talk about Troy Aikman. No, it's uh, he was he was on that show like the Schwab or whatever. I I can't think of his name right now. I I yeah, you're I've, it's, you it's, lost me too. It's it's losing me. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to <laughs> clean that one up in a little bit. But hey, it's all right. We'll come back. They to have it. that. Uh, yeah. I can't think of it. But you know they have that. But other than that, you don't get any of the premium content. Like you said, I I want to watch Sports Center at night. Like for yeah. the last hour, if I go to bed, you know, I come home, I chill, play a game. Lay down, watch sport tenor for forty five minutes, fall asleep. You don't get that in that no. extra, extra t- you know, in that extra ticket so that have, you're buying. I have something. Have you have you guys ever jumped through a paywall to watch like one thing? Because case in point for me, uh, ESPN, I jumped through that paywall to see that Ric Flair thirty for thirty that like set my mind on fire. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah I just like got the preview or whatever, and then that's how I watched it. So I've done that with some shows. Yeah. So. um I've waited for, oh, what was it? <sighs> when Disney Plus first came out, we waited for Mandalorian to kind of catch up. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think they started with two episodes, and then we waited till they got to about four or five, and then we blasted through, the free trial ended, and I said, okay, whatever, I'll pay for it month to month. Yeah. Actually, I think I bought a year. Oh. And... uh I mean, it was it was cheaper at the time, so it made sense. And that's the thing. You pay for a year, and you may or may not watch it. Yeah. But you're locked in at a better price at the time because it's going to go up. When you really think about it, it's the same thing that cable would do. You know, you'd get mad, your bill would go up, and you'd call Spectrum or AT&T, Comcast, Cox, etc. Well, let's get you in at two years for this price. Right. It's guaranteed money for a year. We know that... We got seventy dollars from you. Yeah. So, so yeah, we did the same thing though. To to go back to what you were saying, we we did the same thing with with uh, Disney Plus. And then I, like I said, I bought a year because I figured, well, my kids watch Disney. For us, it's the Star Wars app. Yeah. That's mainly the stuff that we watch. But even with that, it's starting to fall off. I think the only one who's really watching Disney Plus frequently is my son. And that's because Spider Man's on there, oh. and he's watching. He, and I mean, it's only the animated Spider, and it's only the animated it. Spider, and and he's even he's getting burnt out on that. So it's 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 not really uh, it's not really working for us. Like most of the time, yeah. my kids watch Netflix. They watch Netflix more than I do. That's why I don't get rid of it. But because of the prices have gone up, and I don't know if you guys have exercised this option with Netflix. I love 4K. I went down to 1080P. 
Oh wow! Because the 4K option is twenty. It's, just, it's yeah. twenty dollars a month. Yeah, it just gets to be too expensive. Yeah. You, Four you, you screens, start, twenty bucks a month. Yeah, you and I'm like, that, you yeah. get that Dolby Atmos or whatever you're looking for in there. Uh, but well, you look at Apple TV and everyone else. No, well, I won't say nobody because I don't know all the all the streaming packages. But I will say most of the major players don't charge you extra for 4K. You just get it. I think that's coming with Netflix being the pioneer in the streaming industry. Yeah. Because at the beginning, they didn't have to deal with all that. And then 4K comes along, uh, 1080p comes along. Because I, 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 don't, I don't think you get, if I remember correctly, I think they have the base package where you get no HD. Yep. Yeah. And then you have the middle tier where you get HD. And then you have the, the top tier where you get the 4K streaming yeah. um, service. And it started off where there was no HD. They, you know, HD was... Oh man, if you had an HD TV back in 2008, 2010, like you were ahead of the game. And then it yeah. became more common. It's like, oh, well, you have HD TV. You want to utilize that? Here's a little spike. Oh man, now you have these great OLEDs and you want to utilize that? Well, here's another spike for you, man. Um, that's just, I think, comes with them being so ahead. Yeah, ahead of the game. Yeah. So long, such longevity in the streaming game, unfortunately. It wouldn't surprise me if other people like Hulu start kind of taking that route, right. especially once like 8K becomes more common. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want 8K streaming? Well, we include 4K, but if you want that 8K, you're going to have to pay a little bit more for that. Yep. Yep. Why? When you're just using up more of my bandwidth. Uh, <laughs> well, you, well and, and I get it. You know, the, the throughput they got to pay for, but still, I mean, all these other bundles are charging you whatever they're charging you and they don't itemize it like that so i'm like why is netflix doing that well like they also itemize like uh concurrent streaming too mm -hmm. like, you know like you mom dad the, the dog can watch shows all at the same time if you pay for it mm -hmm. um but yeah with that like they were the first ones on the block and you see a lot of companies do different things like yep. netflix is i think they're trying to pull back on trying to drop the whole season of stranger things or they already have or haven't because that was like their big thing. They would just drop the whole season. And people just binge it. Three see, days. Yeah, you just see other Amazon would do the same thing too, man. Yeah, but they pulled back. Now you got the boys on a schedule. You got that Lord of the Rings show on a schedule. Like everything now is set up to be more like TV used to be in a linear timeline. It's becoming very, you know, um, cross-branded. Yeah. It, you're getting the same thing that you were trying to get away from yeah. so hard. I hated waiting a yeah. week for next so stranger things comes out i don't even watch it for the first month because like when i when i do want to sit down and i actually have time to enjoy the episode it's there you know i want to get two three episodes in at exactly. a time exactly. i don't want to wait a week i hate we talked about this last time when we were talking about severance and the way it, and i hate being left on cliffhangers like yeah. that's just that's what you're getting with media that's what they're supposed to do to get you to tune into the next week but this is in 2005 i'm not watching lost yeah <laughs> no like, <laughs> we're in 2022 and when you drop something i want to get from beginning to end in a great matter of time i my time is money yeah. ads you're putting those ads and wasting my time for that money i also want to come in and watch what i want to watch in my when time you, frame when you want to watch it that's a, I have children. Like <laughs> my kids go to sleep at eight one night, and I know I've got three hours to knock something out. Yeah, just, they went to sleep a little early. Like let me get through three episodes real quick. Yeah, because I have the time. 
Yeah, now now it's like very for, cross-branded. Yeah, now for mainline shows, like I was waiting every weekend for that uh, House of the Dragon. Now just done. It's like okay, I could have just waited for this and just binged it. But yeah, we're still on a linear timeline. We still have to plan our days around TV. That seems like an old way to do things. It, it really does, you know. And I, I get it. So I, I heard a perspective. I can't remember who I spoke with recently, who pointed it out this way, but um. They said, when you think about it, during the before the pandemic, it was easy to drop stuff because everything was open. They could record, 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 and then say, "Ah, you know what? I'm gonna give. We're gonna give it all to you. We're gonna give you half, or we're gonna give you it week to week." Because Disney, Disney was doing that before the pandemic. They were dropping everything week to week yeah. be, because you know water cooler talk. I don't care about water cooler talk. Yeah, I can avoid things. Yeah, but, I'd, rather, I'd rather have the guy all, all like strung out at the end of the of the weekend, like, dude, I just saw all of Game of Thrones. Right, right. It, it, and, <laughs> and so I do understand them wanting to drag it out to have yeah. more people talking about it, to build that buzz, so to speak. Yeah. But if your product's good, your product's good. People are going to watch it no matter what. They're yeah, going to more consistent. They're, they're gonna, yeah, they're going to consume it. So they said during the pandemic, that slowed down production. Mm. So then they had to sprinkle stuff to meet changing uh restrictions and requirements for uh, social distancing and all kinds of stuff so from that perspective i do get it but now we are quote unquote coming out of the pandemic or done with it what gives you know and it's it, oh, good no I, I think this actually ties into what we were talking about in our last episode how things from the pandemic have changed people's perspective mm -hmm. and from a company aspect of it they realize, hey, if we sprinkle things in, we're getting a more consistent viewership. If you're paying month to month, you pay that $8, you watch all you want to do, you don't renew, compared to me dropping the entire season over a two-and-a-half, three-month period, yeah. I'm going to get twice as much money. If you only watch Netflix for Stranger Things or you only watch Disney Plus for WandaVision yeah. and we drop it all at once on you, you have you take vacation. Or you get sick, you have COVID, you're off for five, seven days in a row. You binge it all, you're done with it. There's nothing else you want. You cancel your subscription. Yeah. Right. And, and that, then you're there yeah. losing money. So instead mm -hmm. of doing it in that fashion, they stretch sprinkle it, it in. They're going to stretch it out. Let me get you hooked. I can't get you to buy a year membership. Not everybody buys those year memberships that we want to sell. Yeah. Let me at least get three months of you because you want to watch this show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like, hey, let me stay at home because I can do this out of the pandemic and it showed me that I can do this for them. It's money. It's, it's all about the money. And it's all about control. Let me get you to stay connected as long as you can. And, and I think that if more people actually exercise the, Hey, I saw what I needed to see. I don't want to pay for this because I'm not watching anything else on this program or this, uh, I say program, uh, this service. Cancel it. You know, look at, Think about what you're actually watching. Look at your budget and say, well, am I watching this? No. And here's here's where they get you. A lot of services have these other things they offer you. So going full circle to YouTube premium, it gives you YouTube music. Well, if you're not a person who uses Apple yeah. Or Spotify, Amazon, Deezer, etc. Title. I know that's another huge one. 
or semi-huge. Insert stream here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then you're like, man, I mean, but if I get rid of this, then I lose my music and I've built all my playlists and I've got my library and YouTube music allows you to upload songs to it. I know this because I used to have an Android. <clears throat> you can upload all this stuff there. It's like, man, but if I do that, I lose all that. I'll deal with it. Yeah. Amazon Prime. Well, if I if I drop this, if if I just drop Amazon Prime and I go to the streaming, then it's actually more expensive because I'm paying. I think it's like twelve dollars a month, or it's like, well, you can't really drop the streaming because you pay for Amazon Prime. It comes with it. Yeah. So you you got that. Apple. I start. I told you about the Apple One bundle. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was using. Apple TV Plus, and then I was trying the fitness thing because of my watch, which I'm not using at all now. No. I mean, I, I don't use the Apple fitness stuff at all. I have my own regimen. Yeah. But what has been valuable for me is the iCloud Plus, the ability to create my own domain for email, um, hide my email, the private relay. No, there's those kind of features that come with it. And then the other big thing would be the News Plus because what we do. Yeah. So also having having that the you, new you get your local newspaper through Apple News Plus exactly I can exactly. I don't have to go to uh, the Express News exactly I don't yeah. have to have that subscription it's included so. and then you've got these other providers like I don't know how long this is gonna last but I'm I'm sweating bullets because I'm like AT and T doesn't own HBO Max anymore. I get HBO Max for free. Oh, yeah. That's an that's, agreement that they still have standing. That's $15 a month. And I'm like, I don't want to pay for it. But I know that we all, like HBO Max, we use that. Yep. Mm-hmm. We use that a lot. That's probably number two or three in my house. Yeah. I mean, from kids stuff to adult stuff. Although the kids stuff, they've really neutered that with the new regime from Discovery taking over. That's another story. Um, and then another one, again, Verizon with the Disney bundle. We were paying. I cut it off. Once I switched to Verizon, it's like, well, you're going to pay for that? And I'm going to get ads in Disney Plus when this change happens in November? Okay, that's fine. Mm. I I barely watch Disney Plus. So if I get some ads in that, I don't mind. You get what you pay for. Yeah, you know? pe- people are willing to make concessions for like their tertiary streaming service. Right. Like, no, I don't think one person just has one thing that they use. Like, to circle back to music, like, I dropped Spotify to just have my voice assistant on my iPhone let me play music. That's it. I just wanted to say, hey, hey, S word, can you uh, <laughs> can you play whatever? And then right. they're just like, can't do that with Spotify. I was like, all right, I guess I'm gonna get this other streaming service. Yeah. And I lost years worth of like algorithm information. Like, oh man. I loved, I loved when Spotify would give me the yearly, the yearly recap. recap. Yeah. That's yeah, I do the tell, best thing about yeah, them, tell you like Yeah, I tell you when like what times of the day you were playing what and it's like, oh, that's so nice and memorable. But I just like to use the voice assistant. That's the thing. It just makes it so easy. Yeah. Like and even then, like when I was go- coming over here, like I still had it, I still had my phone open for the map and everything. And I tried to ask her a couple things and like, there's different things and conditions you have to meet to, in order for her to play music. Like she said, it wasn't in my playlist. And I was like, this is BS. Cause like at, at home, I could just request the song I want and it just does it. But I guess since I was on the road or whatever, it wasn't, it wasn't, mm. it wasn't allowing me to. So, And that's, that's strange how we, you know, we lock ourselves just as a sidebar, we lock ourselves in these ecosystems. Like I, yeah. I, I mean, I use windows, Mac, uh, Linux. I use them all. My phone, I use an iPhone. Um, but we're like a house divided 
somewhat on music because we got a bunch of Google Minis. My parents' job was giving them away at Christmas parties, yeah. so we racked up a few, and then we bought our own. And these these Google, the, we had YouTube Music at the time, and it worked out great. But we have all this Apple computers and phones and stuff, and so it's like, well, I want to pay for the Apple One bundle, so yeah. why am I going to keep using that? I can have Apple Music play on the Google Minis. It's not the same. Yeah, you know that. my my wife loves YouTube music. She's I told her I said hey I might cancel YouTube Premium and she gave me the death stare like <laughs> what about my she's like I like music and, yeah. and and if I'm gonna keep it all the way all the way 100 YouTube music to me of all the streaming music services has the best interface hmm. hands down it has the best interface it just makes sense maybe because that's the first streaming music service I used I've been making Apple Music work. Because I have all this stuff and I want lossless audio quality. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, high res. Yeah. Like, nice. You sold me nice. at lossless. And I'm one of those people that can hear the difference. Now, it's because you're streaming, it's not as it's not warm. Not, yeah, it's not as yeah. crispy as having a physical, you know, going back to our previous show, it's not as crispy as having the, the physical CD or DVD, whatever there. Yeah. But I can hear the difference between that and what was 256 before. Yeah, I think that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, how Netflix at the beginning had a little bit of everything in there, and then everybody got, oh, you're not going to get my services. You're not going to get my shows. I'm going to create my own. That's also going into the the phone realm or whatever streaming platform you use. Everything comes with a streaming platform now. Okay, well, you want to use an iPhone. Well, if you want to use an iPhone to its maximum capacity of you know asking for things uh hands free this oh well you have to use my services oh right. uh, you know what i mean you you have google you have uh the google pixel mm-hmm. well guess what if you want the google pixel to work perfectly you're gonna want uh youtube music on there if you want this that or the third you gotta use mine you can't use the other and it's again it's all about trying to corner people or cone people into their media pocket right you, right this is what i offer this is what you have to use to get the maximum efficiency out of your device or get the maximum out of your um you know out of your subscription out of your money really exactly yeah. yeah so here's something interesting this may be the exception but i sent a couple really close friends our first podcast and apple just makes it really easy for you to play their podcast on a web player now like Android friends were playing from from the podcast web application, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that, that's funny you said that because my cousin listened to our first episode. Yeah, and she was getting frustrated because we had the Acast link up. Yeah, on uh, I think both on Twitter and Instagram, mm. and she's like, "It doesn't let me pick up where I left off." And I said, "Click the follow button." And for those of you listening, if you're listening right now on Acast, we love them. We pay them to host our stuff. If that doesn't work for you, you go to go to our ACAST link, click the follow button in the top right corner, and that'll open up links to your podcatcher of choice. Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Deezer, the list goes on. And if you don't see your podcatcher of choice on the list, let us know. Holler at us. Yeah, we'll send a raven. Yeah, we'll send a raven. <laughs> Hey, Common Sense Media. Common Sense Media on Twitter. Yep, and Common Sense Media on Instagram. 
All right. So that was a little little plug there, but it's it's facts. Let us know. Hey, I would love to listen to you where I like to listen to podcasts. So yeah. That that's great. That's that's a that's a great call out card. That's why I wanted to say that. It was it was just interesting to kind of get that feedback because I was worried because all my all my closest friends on the thread are all mixed. Like I think I've I think one of my friends has an iPhone. The other guys just have Androids. One guy's been rocking a Pixel 2 since it came out, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just dedicated to that phone. But it was very nice just to see a <laughs> screenshot of my friend on Android just playing the thing. And I was like, man, that's really nice and endearing. And I'm happy that, you know, whatever service will plug into whatever, at least for the podcast world. But yeah. when it comes to stuff like our music choices, like I'm, I'm tied to the ecosystem for Apple. Like I got the headset. I got the... The, the speaker, I got the HomePod mini. I can't do any of the things that make it convenient unless I pay for the package. I get it. I got the Apple TV. Yeah. You know, you get to and you go with the Apple TV. If you have AirPods or you have Beats. So easy. Uh, you, so seamless. You can yeah. open them up. Your TV will say, hey, your Beats by Dre are connected. Yeah. Do you want it? Like, which works for me perfectly. My wife will be asleep. I get to into my into my pods. It's yeah. all about the ecosystem, man. I mean, it's the, it's the reason why I switch from Google on my doorbell. I mean, I've got the Logitech Circle. I like that I, one. And I've got I've got Apple TV, and you guys show up, and it pops up. Bloom. I'm like, oh, okay. So cases are here. So another case for that, like I got a Fire Stick just so I can use my cameras and my stuff. So like it, a Fire Stick kind of catches everything else that's not Apple integrated. Yeah. Um, I really like it. It's yeah, it can be a little bit cumbersome sometimes, but it does work. And it's the one exception I have. That's like the one voice assistant that I have from Amazon. That's through that, like through my remote. So I'll tell you, man, Google and Amazon have the market cornered as far as streaming sticks, stream, like, not streaming sticks, but, uh, well, Amazon is, I guess technically yes, because Kindle, uh, the, the Fire OS is is Android. Yeah, the Fire Sticks, and yeah. then they got the Google equivalent. Like, what is that called? The uh, the, uh, the Chromecast. 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 Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that it, was my first streaming device. I, I think number one might still be Roku. I yeah. look at the numbers. Yeah, that was like, man, oh, I haven't but, even thought about Roku in a minute. Did, well, here, so I, I don't, I don't know if you guys heard this. This is this is like breaking news within the last you know day or so. Yeah. Um, Roku is working with that company Wise. Oh, nice. Okay. So they're going to be Roku branded, but Roku's going to put out video doorbells. That's that's so, strange. So, yeah, yeah. they're going to do video doorbells, cameras, and other stuff. So, like, you All can tie be... into your Roku. Right. So if you got a Roku uh-huh. TV, somebody pops up, just like we get on, yeah. on the Fire Stick, or in our case, the Apple TV, bloop, there you go. Mm. Mm. I wonder if they're all going to have that little rubber tag on them. On them. Well, and, and there's a there's supposed to be a cro- there's a cross platform uh, um, alliance called Matter, oh. where, where everything's supposed to work with each other. But this device in particular, <laughs> these devices don't work with them yet, or I, I don't think they're going to work with them at all. However, at some point soon, those Roku devices will work with the Amazon and Google ecosystems, so you can have some cross functionality. That's yeah, like that an IoT too. protocol. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's cool because they know that people just get gifts for Christmas and they get this and that. And you got to figure out like, oh, am I going to use the the Amazon voice assistant? Am I going to use one on my phone? Like, I'm going to use like you know, right? So all those things just come into play, and we all just get overwhelmed with all these choices. Like choice anxiety and choice paralysis is a, is a big thing in this world now. Like we have we all have one, two, three services. Sometimes it comes to where I'm scrolling for like a half hour trying to figure out what I want. That's that's what happens to me on Netflix. I go to Netflix, <laughs> I watch about 20 trailers, and then I'm like, that was good. Yeah. 
I'm done. Like, I, I think I got my fill. I'm, yeah. I'm ready for bed. Yeah, I was like, I have an idea what that movie's about. I have to watch that sometime. <laughs> so, so there's a couple of like things that still float in this world. So, in streaming, even with the streaming exclusive shows, they still tie themselves to like the old way of broadcasting and time and cutting and editing because you know you still have a show that's like 24 minutes when it shouldn't be because there's no commercial. Right. Uh, but we have that. We have feature length films. You know, you want to you want to get your butt in a movie theater seat for. 90 minutes or less or 90 minutes and a little bit more but you know we've had kind of that shift now to where movie theaters are now hosting all these big epics because of the marvel movies like people are sitting in their chairs for two and a half hours watching this and that like can you get the same effect like i know that new halloween movie is streaming on peacock and Mm -hmm. also in theaters so where is it where are the incentives like what is the incentive to get out to the big screen and watch x you know what i mean well for me personally yeah there's not a huge incentive. You guys know I'm a huge DC guy. Yeah. You, everything is available to you already. Well, no. I can't watch Black Adam right now. Oh, yeah. Man, oh, yeah. See that, so that's, yeah. That's a rock thing. I, I, I want to I see Black yeah. Adam. But the last time I went to a theater, a friend of mine rented out a theater for oh, a birthday party. Very nice. Very nice. I spent, I spent $99 on concessions. Yeah. Everything but the movie costs ninety nine dollars for five mm-hmm. people. I said, never know. This is why I don't go. No, nope, this is not why I go. No, nah, I completely nope, understand. Never again. I've gone not to the doing movies it. probably last two times in the last year. Yeah. I went. I went and saw the new Dragon Ball Super movie that came out. Nice. Which was nice. And the best part about that was I went at like eleven thirty on like a Wednesday. Oh, there was nice. nobody there. Nice. I had the entire theater to myself, which was cool. But I still spent twenty dollars on concessions. It was just me. I got a popcorn, I got a soda and I got uh, candy, like I got three things. It was twenty bucks. So yeah, I'll, I'll go paid, to the local draft house. I paid eight dollars for the ticket. Well, I spent some money at the draft I, house, dude. Oh man, and the draft that, house will get you too. That's where they get you those drinks, man. <sighs> yeah. See, I went to uh, I went to Casablanca and yeah, uh, you know all you know things aside, I, I had me a little something in my pocket. <laughs> I wasn't going to buy those margaritas. Uh, I wasn't paying no twelve dollars for a margarita. Had me something going on. Uh, but then the last time before that I went to the movies, it was uh, no whatever the last Spider Man was. Oh, no way uh, home. No, no way, way home. home. Yeah. Um, I went and saw that. Oh man, I it was one of those times. I went and saw that, and I actually I lied. Before that, I went and saw the Batman. I went and saw the Batman the day it came out. Um, which was nice because I'm you know a huge DC guy right. and the hugest Batman guy that you'll meet. Yeah. Uh, but still, oh, man, you, me and my wife went. Two margaritas a piece, fourteen each. Yeah, forty bucks. Oh, um, man. You know, forty six bucks. Popcorn, candy, um, and it was packed to the brim. And we went at like I don't know, maybe four four p.m. Oh man! You know, it, we didn't catch a man. It was, it was mm-hmm. Thursday. It was the Thursday uh, before it came out. At the first or second showing, it was like four p.m. Which I know, if you go the day it comes out, of course, it's going to be packed. Yeah, right. That's why right. I went early and not 11 o'clock at night or something like that. Also, I have kids, babysitter times. Uh, but, <laughs> yep. Like, I would rather just, I got a nice TV at home. I got nice, you know, I got a nice little sound system, subwoofer. You know, you know, you get everything that you need to go. I'd rather sit at home. Yeah. That, that's how I am. Unless I have the theater to myself, like I did when I went and saw Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Those are my favorite things. Yeah. Other than that, I don't want to be there with 
300 other people <laughs> walking in front of me talking yeah. it's always nice when you know something happens and people clap or cheer depends you get a nice little moment yeah. oh yeah we're all on the same vibe but for sure yeah like nah, just certain movies i have to go to the movie theater like i saw smile the other week oh man i saw it with my nephew <laughs> i was more afraid than him wow <laughs> yeah but i love movies like horror movies like other stuff where people can engage and you know make a little bit of noise because mm -hmm. yeah you're trying to watch a drama piece and somebody in the background has a crying baby kills you it just kills you but for like a horror movie you hear people go oh no and just like this <laughs> and, that. and i'm there just with my hoodie just like oh god and just like yeah i like those experiences those on. yeah those you cannot just uh, escape or erase like there's a time and place for those kinds of things and I, i'm happy it still exists because for a while the pandemic was kind of making movie theaters go away yeah and, and the the immersive experience of a film yeah you know on a big screen mm -hmm. is magic it, it it's great i do love cinema i love film but i'm just I, these days I look at these huge screens and I'm like, it's just bigger. Yeah. I mean, we I, I've got a 77 inch TV and a surround sound system, you know, and I'm like, that's just bigger. Your picture is not really better than mine. It's yeah. like my friend always messes with me. Yeah. He's like, I've got a massive projector. I'm like, your picture's just bigger. I've got an OLED, dude. <laughs> got an OLED. <laughs> I got an OLED, and and and, I, and that's not a that's I swear to God that's not a humble brag, but it's like. When you start comparing stuff like that, it's like, okay, that's cool. I do love the immersive, immersive experience, but man, $99 on concessions. It's ridiculous. Not man. even tickets. Just ridiculous. Just concessions alone. I mean, think about tickets for five people. That's that's how they get you, though, because now tickets aren't expensive. Yeah, like 10 and $12. 10, 8, 10, 12. Yeah, maybe eighteen dollars. Like, well, let's for let's, Prime, let's just IMAX, say recliner seat theater, nineteen dollars. You know, like yeah. let's just it's let's like, just oh, say man. we went to a matinee, right? And it was ten bucks an adult. That's twenty, and then five bucks a kid. That's fifteen. Plus ninety nine dollars. Yeah, plus yeah, like no, nachos. That's and where the money comes into <laughs> yeah. though, because it's you're like talking thirty five for the tickets. That's five people. $100 for the concessions is just ridiculous. $20 a person. You're making more money per person off of the concessions mm -hmm. than you are off of the tickets. And, but and to come back kind of to what you were saying, like, I'll never forget when I went and saw uh, Avengers Infinity War. I think that was, that Infinity War in Endgame. Say so yeah, that was Endgame. Yeah. Uh, and Captain America picked up the hammer. Everybody right? clapped. Dude. Everybody was <gasps> spoiler alert. Oh, man, that movie is five years old. <laughs> if you haven't seen that yet, then I feel sorry for you. Uh, but, you mean Tony Stark died? Oh, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, that that was my father-in-law, bro. Oh, we watched No Way Home. Bro, sorry, just wanted to tell you, we watched No Way Home, and when he saw, I was like, Iron Man died. Like, where have you been, bro? <laughs> he was mad. He was oh, wow. he was visibly mad. Yeah, you got to oh, go wow. in order, though. You got to pay attention. I, I was like, I thought you knew this. He was like, that's too much. I'm not watching all these movies to know this. Yeah, they expect that's you to a have cinematic universe, sir. Uh, <laughs> it, dude, that's the reason why I got Marvel. Like, just uh, as a side, that's why I got Marvel fatigue, man. I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, look, and I love comics. I like DC more than I like Marvel, but I do like Marvel. But you got to watch this show to understand this small reference to this and this. And like, and like my friend Emilio is a huge, huge Marvel guy. Comics. Like, he's not just the MCU guy. Like, he mm -hmm. is 
a person I respect from a comic standpoint because he's an OG. Yeah. And he knows, like, he knows history. And then he knows when they make certain references online he'll re- or on the movies, stuff that I don't even catch where he's like, that's a nod to uh, Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's that guy. The same way I am with DC yeah. where I'm like, oh, man, that's a reference to this comic. You know, whatever. So uh, we're watch- when, you, when, you, when you're watching this stuff, you're going, okay, cool. This is happening. That's happening. That's happening. Something passes by, and then you're like, "What just happened? What? What is? Why? Wait, wait. What happened here? Oh, that's a reference from uh, Captain America, um, the 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 Summer Warrior." <laughs> I didn't watch that one. Yeah, I didn't see that. I one. was like, "Wait, I, I skipped it because it looked corny." Oh man, you needed to watch that whole movie to understand. You got to watch you know, all eight five, of episodes, right? Five, five minutes, minutes, five minutes of this. It's like. But why? So that's, that's how uh, Doctor it, Strange and, and, and WandaVision right. were. You did not, if you didn't watch WandaVision, you did not understand what was going on in Doctor Strange. I see, and I watched, I watched WandaVision, and now I was like, I'm not impressed with this, but okay. And, it, and so he, going back to my buddy with DC, he was like, I just think it's lazy that they don't have all their stuff connected. I'm like, it is connected. They're like, no, 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 no. You should, they should have done this origin story first, this, 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 and I'm like, but then they would blatantly be copying Marvel. DC's problem is that they tried to be Marvel without putting in the work. Yeah. I love to go straight into uh, the Avengers. Well, you can, but you can do Justice League. So here's the thing. DC had been kicking their behind on media in media since like the seventies. And so they were like, you know who we are. We don't have to do all that because we kicked your butt in TVs and cartoons and comic book sales. You know who we are. Yeah. And Marvel, now, you got kids running around talking about, I want to be Ant-Man. I'm like, Ant-Man sucked when I was growing up. <laughs> Who's Ant-Man? I just saw something about, <laughs> do we really have an Ant-Man trilogy on, yeah. on for, Twitter? For real. Like we have a trilogy for Ant-Man. We you, have a tri- I didn't get a trilogy for Man of Steel before I got a trilogy for Ant-Man. True. Uh, why? I, we didn't, bro. Why? We got one Green Lantern movie. Just one. That movie was bad. That's oh, why but, you got just one. But but, but no. But, but here's my point. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. But, but here's Deadpool. but here's my point. Green Lantern is a much bigger character than Ant Man. Yeah, you're absolutely right on. That's that what point. I mean. I, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. That's I did. just that's the problem with the DC. That was their problem, I guess. Coming through, I I like I love the whole. Uh, you had uh, Man of Steel. Uh, Justice League and Batman vs Superman in the middle, right? I, I loved it all. I like Ben Affleck as Batman. Henry Cavill is the best Superman since the '90s, at least, and he's back. And he is back, which oh, yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. Um, yep. But but Batman, like Batman fan, huge Batman fan. I have a Batman hat on right he's got now. A Batman shirt you can't on. see me. Like I'm batted out right now. I'm always <laughs> I have batted a Batman out. Shirt both on. Of you. Uh, <laughs> Superman's my guy. The way they, I, I like the way they did it, but I don't like the way they did it because they tried to throw just a touch of his origin in there, but then go 20 years down the line. I I get Justice League. That's how Justice League was. He was Batman first, and then he joined into the Justice League. If they would have did Man of Steel, Batman the Origins, Batman versus Superman, but he, or even, I guess this was a little bit before the time, 
with HBO Max and everything that's going on. Give me Man of Steel. Give me a four-part Batman series on HBO Max. And then give me Batman versus they were spo- They were talking about doing something maybe like that on HBO Max. But real quick with Batman, we've seen his origin story multiple times. Mm, every so, time. Every time. You know? Yeah. Martha. I mean, little things though. The Robin suit. I mean, with the Joker graffiti on there. You have to explain that for somebody. I understand what you're going through. I know what happened to Jason Todd. Right. uh, But you have to give that some sort of context and backstory in that. So if you can kind of pull that back a little bit and look at it with a different set of eyes, uh, this is like a newer way to make media, like when everything's interconnected in a way. Like you yeah. have to know about this, that, and everything else just to kind of put that story together. And you have like a father-in-law who just doesn't want to deal with all that. There's other people that are just really ingrained into it and want to see it all come together cohesively. Um, I think that is juxtaposed against the old way of media because everything was serialized back then, but not in the way where it was so interconnected because information just travels so fast now. So when you all just talk about how you want it, this from there and you want to serve it up in this episode with this and that that's a lot to really keep up with it is it's a lot of work and i i think that you could have a connected universe yeah without having to see you know let's say the three of us are three individual characters and in order to understand your two shows or movies whatever what have you you shouldn't have to come and watch mine Mm. you know you could see me pop up in the car show and the car show. Well, I'm in a manga. Just buy the, <laughs> the manga. Yeah, the car manga, right? <laughs> and and say, oh, okay, that guy was interesting. Oh, by the way, he had his own show. That guy, Trey M., he had his own show or his own movie. He's interesting, too. Now, there may be some small references that are relevant, but you shouldn't feel totally left out in the dark narratively. Well, yeah. And that I think that's what a lot of people are feeling with the MCU these days. Plus, their their newer movies are just... It's the shows are just interesting to say the least from what I've heard. I, again, I haven't kept up because I'm just I'm just burnt out. Star Wars guy, I I love Star Wars. I haven't finished Obi Wan. Same. I, I cut it. Yeah. I was like, I just I just I, I can't get. It's not that I don't like it. Yeah. Just like yeah, I'll get to it one day. Yeah, like uh, it's nice to know that it's there. And then yeah. same thing with Andor and all that other stuff. Like there'll be a time and place for all those things. But you're, you're just guess, getting hit over the head yeah. with so much content, man. Yeah. And and. Going back to the streaming stuff, right? Look at what you're watching versus what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. And when everybody is fighting for your dollar, I think we as consumers need to sit back and say, you know what? Is it really worth it? Do I want to pay ad pay for ads? Do I want to pay at all? Do I mind paying a little bit more to not have ads because I don't like ads you know if your service is okay two dollars to five dollars with ads five dollars to eight dollars um limited with limited limited ads maybe limited ads yeah and then ten dollars plus ten dollars to 15 with no ads yeah in my personal opinion it should work like if you're gonna make me pay for ads give me three be five or six with you mean none right right and then 10 to me should be none but i get it production cost inflation all that stuff but just know <laughs> let me be clear once again uh, if i'm paying for that if, if i'm paying for no ads 
I don't want to see any ads showing up in my show. If you put an ad in my show, I might cancel you. Also, there's that thing, too, where YouTube obviously has all that user data. They can get away with this price because they know people will pay for those things. Like, even then, <laughs> even then, you're still paying for it. Like, you know, and there's a thing. You're considering it now, but, I mean, I think there was a month where I told you I got rid of YouTube Premium and I went right back to it. So did I. <laughs> so it was awful. I. Like, I didn't want to see the pooping lady. Like, you know. Well, well it, it, but, but at the same time, it didn't cost that much. Like, yeah, you know it, didn't cost, it didn't cost as much as it does now, for sure. I'm at the point where, so things have gotten so convenient. Here's what they did to you. And I, and I got to give the industry credit. I don't know if this was on purpose or a coincidence, but things had gotten so convenient to not pirate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's... I mean, mm, yeah. let me tell you something. And, and Trey knows. Oh, yes. At the old, old two-story house that I had. Probably like a with the crooked, crooked yeah. tile floor. We were in the U, but that's not Miami, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, when he would come stay the night and sleep in the bunk bed at that house. Okay. I had a old Windows ME machine that was a hacked copy of Windows, and I had it segregated from my network, and I had only one machine that could connect to it in my house, right? I switched VLANs. I would join that one, connect to it, Manage my torrents, pull stuff onto a hard drive, scan that hard drive with like four antiviruses. It was like a DMZ, yeah. and then boom, you know, pull stuff over. Plex server. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, I was just it was all offline. Yeah, yeah, I would just hook up the the hard drive to my computer and we watch TV. You know, we yeah. watch our movies or whatever. But my point is, is like people are going to go back to pirating. I think. They need to. I'm sorry. I, I know that sounds messed up to say, but I think there needs to be a healthy dose of that to show them this is ridiculous. Yeah, once prices get absolutely criminal, which they're getting close to. They're, they're getting, getting pretty criminal. They're getting yeah, pretty close, all man. Corporate profit. It's, yeah. They're not spending any more money to make these shows, to make these products. They're just spiking. They're like... Let's spike you three dollars. Will they pay for it? Oh, I do. They're paying for it. Oh, of course. All right, let's give yeah. it another year. Uh, let's spike it another three dollars. Uh, I just, yeah. I just imagine Vince uh, McMahon yeah. smelling the money. But, <laughs> oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> right. They're just that's slowly what it's going to, and they think that people don't have any other outlet or option, and that's mm -hmm. where it comes back to what you're saying. We have these options for, for now, because what I fear is internet regula regula regulations. Excuse me, are coming. A lot of other countries do this, mm -hmm. where they regulate what you can and can do on the internet. They already do, man. That they do, but it's not as heavy in America. I don't have to pay an increased price for uh, Google Fiber because I want to see Netflix, because mm. I want to get on Facebook. Yeah, there's like there's like ISP-specific things that you can do. There's also like, you know, blocked off news sources in yeah, other countries. exactly. Like, they sh yeah. shut it down. Yeah. Or, yeah, or just when their infrastructure goes as bad. Like, I think that's the the balancing act that we have to play with, but I, I, we have to do something to show these guys they can't just keep gouging prices on us. Yeah. Well, it's, it's almost like tank, uh, pain tolerance, right? You know, you put somebody in headphones and you keep slowly turning up the volume to see how much they can take. Oh, it's like death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just like at some point that music at a certain threshold is going to do damage to your ears and yeah. start to physically hurt you. Yeah. You know, and that's like, it feels, it feels like that's what they're doing with prices. Like just a little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah, like they're thinking it can go up with gas and stuff. And it's it's not really like that was a utility. Big, you know? 
uh, reasoning behind a lot of the inflation at the beginning. Yeah, inflation. Oh, well, yeah. gas prices are for like in Texas, yeah, um, specifically where we are a oil, you know, one of the oil capitals of America. Um, our gas prices spiked to maybe four fifty. I, I know that's low compared to some other places in the country, but we're down two dollars from that, a dollar fifty from that. Nothing has receded or recoiled. Everything it just continues to increase. Yeah, food, like subways, oh, like yeah, way more like, expensive. Yeah, like, like why? Am, I went to Wendy's the other day and I got two son of the baconator combos and a four piece spicy nugget. It was like thirty dollars. Damn. Like why? Wow, thirty dollars. Like, why am I paying twenty eight ninety eight for two combos? And a four-piece spicy nugget. When three years ago, that would have been $17. Yeah, like under 20 bucks for sure. It, you spiked yeah. it $10. At first, it was like, well, you know, we have to pay for the gas to get things here. Now, even in food base, I was running a restaurant for a long time. Places like Cisco, where a lot of your restaurants get their supplies and food from, started charging a, like a, delivery charge they never put that in there it was an additional 10 12 dollars per delivery yeah when gas prices are at their peak they're not going to rescind that you're paying it you had no problem paying it we're going to keep going at it it's all kind of interconnected into these corporate profits and i you know i don't want to get too far off of what we were talking about specifically with the prices of streaming and the money gouging people with ads and things of that nature but it's all interconnected it's all corporate profits how much will they take before, you know, they... Before we start taking. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Before they start doing... I mean, it almost killed the music industry years ago. Well, it's kind um, of in a different lane now. There's no way to get to be like a millionaire as a new streamer. Like, yeah, there's the exceptions, the ones that win Grammys and all that stuff, but it's so proliferated now. It's so easily accessible. Or just Your, your sales don't have as much to do. Yeah. People make their... If you're a... You can be a Grammy-nominated, Grammy-winning artist. If you don't go on tour for multiple times throughout the year, if yeah, you you're not making your money. Two thirds of the year on tour on the road, you're yeah. not gonna make anything. Yeah, you're not now, gonna make money. Yeah, it's more it's more important to to get money off the merch and the tours and all that stuff too. But it costs money to make money too. So, you know, how do you get started? How do you get a how do you get a band manager? How do you get a promoter? Like, how do you get like a, a, a a road crew. The days of the 365 dealer, I don't want to say they're over, but they're just not as effective because mm. they don't, there's so many people that just do it themselves now. And yeah, it's at a lower cost point. Like I know right now the big controversy is like Blink-182, like their Ticketmaster sales went nuts over different cities. Like this one, I think people were paying for here in San Antonio. I think they're paying like 500 bucks for like two tickets. What? Just because Ticketmaster has like this dynamic pricing thing. And demand just increases the value of this, but the band also has to be in cahoots with the company to be able to allow this stuff. Two hundred and fifty bucks per ticket. It's for general admission. This is like two rows back and all that stuff too. Like not even general admission. I think general admission was like almost three to four hundred bucks a ticket. Wow. Like don't, don't quote me on that. Reach out to me and co correct me if you did spend like eight hundred bucks. <laughs> Let me know if you have a ticket for sale. <laughs> You're like, I'll take two fifty. Eight hundred dollars. But you know there was like an interesting article I read where there was like another band, like another punk, another pop punk band. Some 41 they're just filling out little bars right now just doing oh, that gosh. just selling it out yeah just da, 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 like that uh, band is kind of foregoing that and probably because they don't have as much of a big market share as like you know tom coming back to blink but yeah those things are are that is a weird market that's like kind of 
fractured right now just because we didn't go to concerts during the pandemic. So now there's a premium on that. Uh, Bad Bunny is the king of that. Yeah, the, that was like his a thousand con- bucks. Yeah, his concert tickets. My wife has been wanting to see Bad Bunny since before the pandemic. Pandemic happened. Oh, we can't go. Then he started going on tour after that. And I started looking at $700. Yeah. For two what? tickets in the nosebleeds? Yeah. Like, yeah, like general What am I like- doing? But at the same time, his concerts. He I he sells them uh, out. I can't remember the number. Yeah. He made over a hundred and fifty like million dollars on the last leg of his tour. Yeah, I'm, I'm, man, I'm gonna like it's ridiculous, and people are paying it. I'm not gonna pay this much. I almost paid For like three hours. I almost yeah. paid through two fifty three hundred bucks to go see Kendrick Lamar in July in Houston. Where Me the- and Park were gonna go see him. We we're gonna take the weekend. We were gonna go see him July like twenty second or something. I backed out at the last minute. Dang. Um, I'm not mad. Amazon Prime just put out a Kendrick Lamar special. I can see his oh, concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was this weekend. On Amazon Prime. I can go see that. Donda was the same thing. They were paying all those, all that money to go see the man who should not be named <laughs> at this point in time. What, what is the relevance of this guy, Bad Bunny? I've heard the name, but I'm like, he's, I, a, he's like, I, he is the yeah, he's like, like pop star of like the reason Beyonce's music, her last Renaissance album was so dance and poppy. Drake had honestly never mind uh, that was very clubby, poppy. You know, it's not a rap album, it's not an RB album. For Beyonce or for Drake specifically, Bad Bunny is the wave of the world. He can go almost anywhere in the world yeah. and sell out. So he's got, it's like from Latino music. So that all kind of finally popped out of the bubble and everybody got a chance to bite into it. Mm. He's also in the WWE sometimes. Like, dude, I, see, that's what I thought he was a wrestler. No, yeah. he's not a wrestler. He just he does just, it. He just does it. Like yeah. people want to see him. And they're like, hey, well, we'll pay you X minus Z for you to jump off the top rope. Yeah. Like, and like, one episode of Raw. And we'll, and he does it and he makes his money. And it's, that's how influential he is right now. But you also have to understand that Spanish is probably the largest spoken language in the world. Yeah. Um, if I, I if not, it's second. I don't mm-hmm. know the specific, mm-hmm. you know, denominate the not Dem- demographics. Demographics. Thank you very much. So, gotcha, brother. Um, uh, I don't know the specific demographics of it, but everywhere in the world, he can tour South America, he can tour United States, he can go into Europe. He is selling out everywhere he goes. I don't know a single Bad Bunny like lyric. Me neither. My wife, but <laughs> I don't. I know who he is. I know he's got the songs, and I know that my wife plays him in the song in the car, and I'm like, just, oh yeah, just bobbing your head. Yeah. All right. Cool. You're like, all right, uh, Bad Bunny. Yeah, all right. Cool. cool. I I'd go to a concert and listen to something I don't understand. Yeah. Not for seven hundred dollars a ticket. Negative. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Not for four hundred dollars a ticket. I'm it's not ridiculous. doing that. It's but that's it's where you're at. Again, I think we talked about it. Everything's different now so after I think, the pandemic. I think I'm gonna say for all of us in, in involved right now, we're all the old men yelling at the cloud right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the kids are listening These to. These damn kids and their bad bunny and they're streaming and <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> just buy a DVD. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all just kind of showing our age here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, like I said, I heard the name before, and I'm like, is he really that popular? I don't, I don't, I don't identify. Why, why is he a bad bunny? We're talking about him. <laughs> he actually sounds like he's doing pretty good. Yeah, like we don't even listen to him. <laughs> we don't we talk. listen to him. We're talking about him though. Yeah, yeah. I, like I saw footage. I mean, it's somewhere. like politics, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Like I saw footage of like a bunch of people at the San Antonio show and everybody was just mouthing every single word. And wow. Like, I was like, I don't even reach like that. Yeah. Everybody's in the nosebleeds with their phones and everyone's just mouth, just mouth syncing along with the music. And that's like, that's a big appeal. You don't get that in today's world. So the fact that it does reach out to so many people and touches them in the way where they want to drop 400 bucks for nosebleed seats. That's I, I think the last artist I've seen do that in San Antonio was Deftones. Oh yeah, that's but that's because this city is like the metal town. Well, I mean, you know? every time, like every time, every time Deftones have come here, I don't know if they've they they have. Uh, I feel like if they could, they would tour twice and yeah, San Antonio exactly. Like, yeah. Well, they always say, "You guys, I swear, are the best crowd." And yeah, I'm like, yeah. you say that every night. No, I think they mean it. Like when when it comes to San Antonio, they're like, Man, these San guys Antonio are turns up for some Deftones. Speaking yeah. of which, what are y'all listening to these days? <laughs> Ah uh, man, a uh, little bit of everything for me right now. Um, I guess specifically, uh, Snoop Dogg just dropped a new like DJ Drama hosted hmm. album. That's a name I haven't heard in a long uh, time. DJ Drama just he was Cannon. he hosted three different albums I think in the la- like that dropped on Friday. Dang, like three different projects that have. Wow. DJ drama on them, uh, Jeezy, Snoop Dogg, and somebody else. I can't remember who the other person was. I just, it, it's not something I'm playing on repeat. I'm just skimming through. Yeah, I've been doing a, I've been doing the Uber Eats a side hustle gig a little bit, so it gives me some more time to listen to things I wouldn't normally listen to. Mm. So okay, you know, I'm just you know dropping in. Hey, what's this like? What's that like? Uh, so I'm listening to that. Um, I went back in, kind of way back in the gat. I've been kind of going into some older R&B vibes. Uh, 8701, Usher came out in 01. Um, that's been an album I've been listening to quite heavy. That's just 87. Which, which album? 8701. It's Usher. Came, oh, 8701. Uh, it's got a, you know, uh, you remind me of Usher. Yeah, 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 yeah of that, course. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's just classic R&B. It's it kind is. of the vibe I've been, been hitting on. Um a little bit of some some punk rock, but it's stuff that I think we talked about last time that I just still have in rotation. Uh, Biohazard. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I turned them on to Biohazard. Yeah, I really like that. <laughs> I'm really digging the album that she showed me on that. I've probably played that six or seven times in the last two months, just going from top to bottom. And then after our conversation car that we had yeah. uh, last weekend, I went in and really... Got a good vibe to uh, Mr. Kendrick's Good Kid, Mad City. Dude, uh, yeah, I like that just, we had that they just re- They just did a re-release of that, too. Yeah, it was the 10th anniversary. I was so happy. Yeah. So a little yeah. background for you, Edge. Uh, back when I had my first apartment, I was on the west side just struggling. <laughs> Not really knowing what I was up to. And every Sunday, I would play Good Kid, Mad City on my record player and just clean the house. Because, you know, there's like a couple little religious themes in there that kind of touched me in a way. Mm-hmm. But just the story and the narrative I always picked up and just took as like some sort of lesson every time I was mopping or this and that. And I would finally just sit down when everything was clean and I was dirty and just had the record finish. And that was like my ritual. And even then to this day, I still have that record in a very special place in my heart, you know. And I saw Kendrick at the White Rabbit when it was still the White Rabbit. Like, oh, wow. it, was, it was before he blew up. It was the week after Good Kid. It was a week before Good Kid Mad City had come out. He uh he was up on stage was like I know y'all all pirated the album because y'all know all the words and then <laughs> it was amazing it was all love like that was that was the most cool crowd I ever went to at the rabbit everybody was all like embraced and just vibing like and you don't get that at the rabbit you get your face punched you know what I mean but at the paper tiger it's a different vibe. at the paper tiger there's <laughs> rumble and you get a beer and you feel fancy and- man I'll tell you uh well I'll tell you what I'm listening to then we have to talk about rumble yeah. um so. 
the wife and I went to a Halloween party Saturday, and we started to listen to Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it, it didn't fit the mood mm. of the night. We ended up sliding into a Quimini. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Man, it went, man, as soon as Return of the Gangster came on, I was like, am I, because I, I, for those of you who don't know, I was Constantine, the, a.k.a. the Hellblazer, and I don't know why, but it just, it's got that mystic element, that album, and I'm like, this is perfect. And, yeah. and my wife was Madame Xanadu, another DC mystic character, so mm. it was perfect. We were just like, just riding. But lately, I've been listening to Washed Out's Purple Noon album that came out uh, in 2020. It's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Oh, I love Washed Out. And so it's funny, I took the kids to um, gymnastics last night, my youngest daughter, yeah. she was like, I played the song Too Late. She said, who is this? So this is washed out. What's the name of the song? Too late. She was like, "Yeah, that's cool. You have yeah. to pass it down." <laughs> well, it's funny. She goes to bed almost every night. Well, a few nights a week, listening yeah. to either Slow Dive, mm. which poster right above your head, or Robin Guthrie. Uh, Robin Guthrie was the guitarist for Cocteau Twins. He's like a pioneer of the whole dream pop mm. uh, scene. So, been listening to that. Um, this band Bella Vista. The guitar player Rex John Shelverton is probably my favorite, if not my favorite guitar player. He's in the top three, like of the more recent, not of all time. But I really like his guitar tones. They're kind of wavy. It's it's kind of beachy, kind of surfy, mm-hmm. but dirty. Like yeah. it's, not, it, it's man, it's it's stuff that you could like definitely Galveston. you could write <laughs> or Corpus, <laughs> Corpus, yeah. Mustang Island, baby. Oh, let's get brown with the sand. But but nice. no, I mean he he. I don't know. It's Check him out. It's it's really wavy, man. Like I just I just love his stuff. Um, yeah. and then oh, what else? Hold on, I gotta I gotta see what I've been listening to. Like it, it all of a sudden just escaped my mind. Uh, K Tronada, man. I've been in and out of in and out on K Tronada. Just K Tronada has got he's just got beats. He's got vibes. He's got soul. Like you know, you just I don't know when I hear his stuff it makes it, you want to rock. It yeah. it it just reminds me of. Good R and B and hip hop and house from the nineties. Okay, I lived in I lived in England for a few years. Yeah, I heard the so, house. Yeah, yeah, so piano I, beats. I have like. it, England actually. That short time I lived there influenced me as a musician to this day. Mm. It's it's what it's what has shaped me as a as as a creator. Mm. I mean, from the guitar to the chord structures I use. I mean, uh, most of the artists I probably listen to the is are from the UK, so. And that, and that's not on purpose. It's not that I'm going and I'm seeking them out, but that's just what you find yourself. Right, right. Aside from aside from hip hop, a lot of my artists are from the UK. Man, it just yeah. just happens. Well, K. Trinidad is not. I think he's Canadian, but his music is shoegazy. Yeah. It's not shoegazy. No, 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 no. K. Trinidad is like 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 I said, house R and B. He's got yeah, like yeah. he's got uh, Tedra Moses, Tanasha. Who else is on his album? Pharrell was on his album. All right. It's pretty good stuff. So I got a couple things. I'm just looking at my Apple Music. Around the fall time, I like to listen to, it's funny, I listened to Off the Wall by Michael Jackson recently. Uh, Classic. Uh, got back into brand new. Every time it's the fall time, I get all sad and I listen to brand new. All, Losing all my friends. Are you going to start listening to American football? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, the house is like, when I close my eyes, that's what I see. <laughs> so that, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers has been constant rotation for me. Like and that yeah. album, Key. people are talking so much mess about that album. Because they don't want to... It doesn't, because it doesn't have the 
bangers. Yeah. It's not like Damn. When Damn came out, so he had yeah. his lyrics matched the beats. Yeah. yeah, this guy, he's taking the kind of like more of more of the direction he took when he did to Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, that's but what it, I was gonna say. It's more yeah. Pimp a Butterfly. That's that's my favorite Kendrick record. Like, this honestly. this is a Nas album. I'm just gonna say it. Mm. This is a Nas. Everybody made fun of Nas because he could spit, but they'd be like, he doesn't have any beats. I'm like, Nas is cerebral. Yeah. Now Nas has the beats to match his lyricism. His cadence and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. So there's that. Uh, All Things Must Pass by George Harrison. Just a mm. seminal classic. Beatles? Like, yeah. Guy, like, I don't know. Like I've never really listened to them. Though. Parallels my life in a way, because I kind of left the Beatles, and I'm trying to figure out what to do with my life now. And it's nice. It's so nice. And every time I listen to this record, I'm filled with gratitude and happiness and like, Oh, I just, I recommend that album for anybody trying to go through a great change. It's like really mm. beautiful. Uh, I like Dave Grohl's drumming. So I listened to Queens of the Stone Age songs for the deaf. That uh, is a classic. His drumming is massive <laughs> that, in that <laughs> whole record. Like that whole thing, just oh, the way man. it starts getting into a car, like all that stuff. When like, I hear First It Giveth. Yeah. Yo, oh, that's like my favorite song on the record. Bruh. Yes. If, yes. if if I ever film a movie with a chase scene, yeah, that paranoia feeling, yeah, oh, dude. bro, it's yeah, such yeah. a good song. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, just that kind of been just listening to our local jazz station, care to you, support Very, your local radio, man. Yeah, pay for it, like I did when I got when I had money. <laughs> when I have a little bit more money, I think I will pay for the yearly subscription again. But they fill up most of my time. Uh, I, I wake up in the morning with them. I drive home with them. Like I listen to them on the weekend when they have the Latin jazz hour, when they have the vocal jazz hour, like all those DJs are great. And I, I highly recommend them. If you're, if you're trying to branch your musical, if you're trying to branch out with your musical horizons, just pick up some jazz. It's nice. Oh yeah. I mean, I sent some jazz links in the, I've been on that, that really stripped down raw yeah. Afro inspired jazz, man. Percussive uh, and cool. yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Sons of Kemet. Yeah. Um, Irreversal entanglements. Mm -hmm. uh, I turn. I I got I got my man Trey here in the Christian Scott. Oh, if you if you never listened to Christian Scott, I would start with the album. Yesterday you said tomorrow. <sighs> man, there's a there. Uh, my favorite song on there is Americant. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, you can you feel the struggle in that. Oh man. Yeah, check that out. Check that out. For sure. I could talk to you about I could talk to this cat about jazz all day, man. These he is one of the few friends that I have that like I can just sit down and throw jazz out at and he's just like, Yep, oh yeah, heard it. <laughs> well, for, for me it's more like a musical thing like i just appreciate how different and off the wall things get like, yeah 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 you, i do like a jazz good, is all feeling man yeah, i want to have a jazz party sorry <laughs> like me you and like the mcpoils from it's always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> like yeah i don't know i don't want to go to no jazz party dude <laughs> how, how, how is that show still going every episode is literally about trying to get over i love it they're just degenerates <laughs> like those are the only funko pops that i own like i, I love that show nah, you, always lied, bro. you had a batman funko bro. oh yeah i had a i had the mexican day of the dead funko batman you're right you're right that's yeah, the only yeah, other yeah, one he would notice wouldn't yeah, he? yeah that's it. yeah he saw the he saw the gang and, and there was the batman there kind of filling out that six spot so yeah you're right you're right bro <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie to me, man. They had to have one bat. Yeah, that, why you holding out? Why you holding out, man? Yeah, it's like it's all painted up all day of the dead. <laughs> oh man. So, well, uh, I think that'll do it for us, fellas. What do you say? And I think that was a great uh, surf of wave this time around, gentlemen. Yeah, we got to see what the next wave is going to hit us with. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, hey, thank you all for listening. We appreciate your love, support. 
Give us your feedback. Rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. Uh, everything you tell us, we take seriously. We want to improve this show. We want to improve all the shows. And we want to make sure you are all satisfied with what we're doing here. So, again, you can find us at Common Sense Media on Instagram, Common Sense Media on Twitter, me personally at E Can Talk on both. You have me uh, at Marshall on Mics on Twitter. And you can hit me up on the Discord. Yes. And soon, y'all, soon, we will open that up to the world so you can interact with all the podcasters here over at Common Sense Media. But uh, until next time. I would like to say, uh, check out Edge Free Show as well. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's the truth. It honestly is. It's It's a great listen. If you enjoyed this, you'll enjoy that. Check us out on ACAST. You can find both shows there pretty easily. Yeah, and as mentioned earlier, you can follow the links on uh, ACAST and click follow. That way you can listen to it on the podcatcher of choice. And uh, one thing we didn't do, fellas, we didn't give our gratitude. So I think for I'll speak for all of us when we say thank you all out there. Full stop. Yeah, absolutely. We're two episodes in, and with your support and with your feedback, We got so many more to go. So thank y'all very much. And with that, y'all, I'm Carr. I'm Trey. And I'm Edge. We'll crash into the next one.